welcome to the Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards podcast. This special episode is part of a series recorded live at the 2014 Shushmid Conference in San Diego. In this segment, we speak with Chris Finolio, Digital Marketing Manager for LifePoint Hospitals. For the rest of the series and for our regular shows, please visit thinkinterval.com. Sir, right, you can sit right there. All right. Welcome. Well, thanks. I got a free copy sign. Don't lose it. So introduce yourself, Chris. Let everybody know who you are, where you're from. Chris Finolio from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm the digital marketing manager for LifePoint Hospitals. Hey, Chris, we met when I came down and, and spoke to your group in... Gosh, April, April April 29th, 28, 29th, something yeah. like that. It was our business development growth conference That's for right. all our hospitals. So That's right. Really trying to drive home that, as you know, marketing is much more than PR and, and, and sponsorships. Yep. You've know, you got to move the needle and do the things that matter that drive patient volumes. Yep. That's right. That's at, right. At least for us, you know, a for-profit health system. So. Yeah. And you guys are fairly large, right? We are. We, we, we now have... I forget the exact number over 60, so we say you know more wow. than 60 hospitals, soon to be in 21 states. Uh, wow. We're getting our first hospital in Wisconsin. Oh, okay. So, 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 Where at in Wisconsin? Uh, is it Waterfield or uh, uh, Water or something or other? Uh, I know some of Wisconsin, but I don't uh, know that West one. of Milwaukee, so okay. about 40 miles west of Milwaukee. It was okay. just announced this past week. Oh, um, wow. So I, I don't mind announcing it myself. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, this is going to reach a far bigger audience i'm sure than yeah, that's right. whatever the communication channels are used <laughs> so what time did you get in to the conference i got in last night actually yeah. uh there was a, a great workshop this morning on crm oh how was that it was great there was five different hospital systems yeah and i think using five different crm systems oh. i think that's the way did they, they chose not convey it. sorry did they not convey who they had worked with or were oh, no they did they yeah. did and in fact all the the vendors you were know, there the reps were there too yeah and it's interesting, you know, we had interviewed each of those five you know, oh, for our sure. new CRM So let me see system. if I can guess who they were. We've got CPM. CPM, health rates. We've got um, Evariant. Evariant, yes. We've got MedSeq, now known as nice. Influence Health. Influence Health, I like that name. Yes, that's nice. We've got Tea Leaves. Tea Leaves. And uh, from Kansas City. Oh, Lion's Share, Lion my friend Cher. from Lion's Share, yes. of course. Laura yes. Lee Jones. Yes, Laura Lee's great. Yes. I know people from every single one of those companies at different levels, but yeah, lots of good people in there. Yeah, so it was five hospital systems talking about what worked well for them, what yeah. you know, little battles they needed to, to win you internally. Know, on the campus, internally, yeah. you know, externally, what to focus on, you know, what um, it, it some great tips, especially for. Us, you know, we're going to have the tea leaf system installed by the end of November. Oh, so you're going with tea leaves? Yes, yes you, we this are. is a whole new venture for you guys. Oh, it is. This is our first CRM wow. system. You know, with sixty plus hospitals, especially wow. twenty some that are, you know, very important yeah. to everything. You know, so we're going to go with four, three pilots right away, and then a fourth by the the first quarter. Well, that's so. very exciting. It's a lot of work. It's a huge hurdle. I really don't think you can move into the new world that we're facing without CRM. I just don't know how you do that. Well, and to do the digital marketing things that you all talk about on your podcast, right. which I love, you know, you know, the first step is doing that database marketing, and right? getting all the data together and then seeing what you've got and knowing, you know, we had 
you know, many of our main hospitals uh, in town two weeks ago for kind of strategy reviews yeah. were going into 2015. So our three pilots for the CRM were all there. Yeah. And so I sat in and I figured out, listened to them, the CEO of marketing, you know, what's most important for them to move the needle next right. year. And so that gave me targets to choose specific CRM programs to match up to that. And uh, so hopefully we'll, we'll test that and things will go. But you, you, with CRM, with the data, once you start looking at the data, you don't know what you don't know until you, you know, there may yeah. be some great opportunities that, yeah. that we'll discover for a service line that makes sense. And it's like, oh, we could do this and then test it and A-B testing and all that. Right, right. Well, that's a lot of work, but it's good that you're moving there. I'm looking forward to it, yeah. So are you running that whole show? No, I mean, it's a big team effort. Yeah. I mean, we've, got, we've got five or six guys on our strategic resource group that are just managing the data. Yeah. You know, they're building a central data warehouse in addition to getting it all ready for tea leaves. You know, right. You know, we're doing a central physician database and, and all oh, those sure, kinds sure. of things. So, and those will eventually feed the websites too. So yeah. There's a lot of good things going on at LifePoint. It's just uh, That's good. That's it exciting. It is exciting. Now, let's sway from work for a little bit. So, have you sung in any, sung any more national anthems at any famous ballparks since the last time we spoke? Since the last time we spoke, well, I spoke, I sang, uh, uh, the last one I sang at was at uh, Jackie Robbins Stadium in Daytona Beach. Oh, wow. For the Daytona Cubs. And I, I knew it was named after him, but I didn't realize that was the field that Jackie Robinson, um, playing for the Montreal Royals, played the first game against, you know, exhibition game against the Brooklyn Dodgers in spring oh. training. I didn't know that's how it worked. I saw the movie. I don't remember that. Yes. Yeah, that's how they spotted him? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. That was after they signed. Oh, oh, After oh, they oh, signed oh. him. But the Dodgers, this was before the Dodgers built Dodger Town. Sure. So their spring training was in Jacksonville. But at, so they were ready to play Montreal, and Jackie was on the roster of Montreal, and the city of Jacksonville said, not in our park. Really? And two other Florida cities said, no way. And it was Daytona that stepped up and said, "Sure, you know, play it here." So, wow. So it was on that hollow ground that that I got to sing the national That's anthem. That's very cool. So it was a lot of fun. That's so. very cool. But the Cubs went and moved three of their teams to new locations this com- this coming season. Oh, is that right? A big improvement for facilities on all three, but it means I've got to redo the Daytona singing and redo the Boise, Idaho. Boise oh. moved to Eugene, Oregon, and Daytona moved to Myrtle but, Beach. But Iowa Cubs are still in Des Moines, right? Yes. Okay, yes. good. But I hadn't sung for them yet, but oh. they, they stayed. And and then there's a new team in uh, um, South Bend. So I hope to arrange things so that I can see. My goal is to sing for all the Cubs parts, of course. But nice. my goal is to try to do that all in one season. Oh, sure. Kind of chronologically. Start at spring training. Oh, do yeah, yeah, do yeah. the single A teams first, then double A, then triple A, and hopefully work myself up to the to the majors. But you've been to the main one already. That was so, that was ten years ago yeah. at the recommendation of Chuck Merriweather, a major league umpire who has since retired. So I need to come up with my own angle. This but that's time, still so. a good story. Yeah, I think ten years later you can go to the Cubs and say, "Look, this happened ten years ago. I loved that opportunity to do this." This fifty-six year old wants to work his right. way up through the minors. Yeah, and, uh, it's a great <laughs> story. <laughs> it's a great story, and it gives me something to write about, you know, on my blog and you know, do social media posts and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so it's a lot of fun. But 
Yeah, I was surprised when I heard one of your podcasts with me closing the podcast. That's right. <laughs> That's after we met. That's yeah. right. Number 230, like to, I think. We like something. to celebrate our listeners. <laughs> oh, and I was at, I think it's Redding's. There's a sports bar here at the, the hotel. Yes. Redding's. And they have a beer that is just made for you guys. It's called the Stone Arrogant Bastard. Now, Stone, I had a Stone IPA there yeah. last night, but I didn't see the Arrogant Bastard. I know there's an Arrogant Bastard beer. Yeah. I wonder if it's the same one. Yeah. That's been around for a while. Okay. Yeah. It was a tad bitter for my taste, but... It was a little arrogant? <laughs> it was a little arrogant. Bastardish. <laughs> I like bitter beer, though. It's good. Well, I love Guinness, but it was, it was even more bitter than, oh, wow. than that. Oh, wow. Okay. So, not as thick, but, you know. Yeah, Guinness is pretty meaty. Yeah. So, you're here through you here all the way through Wednesday? I am. Nice. I am. Yeah. And did you enjoy the speaker we had tonight? Oh, it was very good. Yeah. Very entertaining and such great thoughts boiled down to you know some really good nuggets yeah so. yeah and uh, i couldn't I, stay for the whole thing because they make you come in here like right after but yeah i heard most of it well and you know he had he was talking about you know managers and you know of people and don't be a manager with don't be a boss with an agenda be a, right. a boss with a vision yeah and that's you know that's just so telling that yeah you know, that's great i love that that idea now, if you just get all the bosses in the room to hear that, <laughs> that would be good. So, what's your plan for uh, tomorrow? What are you going to do? Are you going to see see some concurrent sessions? Oh, got yeah, I've got my schedule mapped out. I think there's like two in the each time slot. Yeah. That, oh, uh, so you yeah, have to pick and choose. Yeah, pick and choose. Yeah, it's and tough. Got a couple appointments with vendors and stuff like that. It's yeah. Good to reconnect. And good. So good. Yeah, we'll be doing this most of the day. I think tomorrow it's pretty pretty heavy schedule for the exhibit hall so yeah yeah that's good which it's, is good it's, it's a great good uh, gathering it is yeah. it is learn this a is lot a great location i know it's probably hard for folks there out east but it's beautiful and this facility is phenomenal yeah oh and i've got a nephew uh who's stationed at the marine base nearby oh, sure. so he picked me up today and we went over to uh the beach at coronado yeah and uh that's a great little hotel uh, if you've ever seen that. No, but I've heard, I keep hearing people talk about Coronado. Uh, and that's where they filmed the exterior scenes in the movie Some Like It Hot with oh, Jack Lemmon and, and with Marilyn the Monroe and Tony Curtis. Where, where the vent was blowing her dress? No, that was, um, um, shoot, I can't remember that movie. No, that she, that was in a different movie. Different movie in New York City. No, this is the one where. It's Prohibition era, 1929, and, and Jack Lemmon and Tony Curtis are escaping They played spats. women, right? Yeah, they played women. Yeah, yeah and yeah. they're in the band, and, and uh, Marilyn Monroe is in the band. So, yeah. So the, uh, the movie was set in Florida, but they actually filmed it over oh, there. Oh, I didn't know that. I've never seen Some Like It Hot, or whatever movie it is where her dress blows up. <laughs> I can't remember what that is at all. What's the, what's the name of the movie where Marilyn Monroe, Monroe's dress blows up? Uh, event. Yeah. yeah, that's it. I think you should look that up. What's the matter? Jackie doesn't approve of that question. No, I just don't know the answer. You're all frowny. She's thinking hard of the answer. She's thinking hard. She is. She is thinking hard. Her face looks like Googling. it's hurting. <laughs> Adam's going to Google it. Adam's running tech for us. He hasn't made an appearance on the show yet. He's back there like the DJ spinning some tunes. 
I was all ready to talk about Gandalf and the Lord of the Rings. I know. Everything. Well, tell, tell him. I don't know if he can hear us. He hears a delay. Yeah. So I don't know if he hears I us. I but... left my car keys at the, you know, at the parking lot. Otherwise, I'd show him you know, my little Lego Gandalf that I have on that key ring. <laughs> Seven-year seven year itch. itch. Thank ah, you. That's thank it. You. <laughs> That's it. Well, I'm excited for the last Hobbit movie to come out this fall. You know, it's kind of like we're in the middle, though, you know, because I treat you know the extended edition of those Hobbit movies as as a brand new movie. Yeah. And the extended edition of the second movie comes out November third. So, so we still oh, have wow. that plus two versions of the of the last movie. So. You you completely lost me there. All right, so there's an extended version of, of each, each movie, movie right? right. And we've only seen the first version, the theatrical version of Desolation of Smog. We haven't seen the extended. Oh. That comes out November 3rd. Well, when does the final movie come out? Uh, the Battle of the Five Armies comes out December 17th or 18th. Oh. This something year? Like that. Yeah. yeah. yeah I've, seen, I've seen Smog probably 10 times in the last year. Yeah. Oh, yes. My, little, like my son loves yeah. Lord of the Rings. and Oh, yeah. Now, did you ever see it? The high frame rate? Version. I have not. Have you? Yeah, have you? I saw the first one in the theater. Yeah. Is it was it weird? Is it like hard to watch? Weird. It was weird, but you know, in film operas where it seems like you know the screen is just and you're just right there. Right, right. It's like that scene in Bilbo's dining room where all there. It was literally like the screen was no longer there, and you're looking into a window. It was so cool. Is it weird? Does it take away kind of that cinematic feel of like the? I know there's yeah, almost yeah, yeah, it takes away that, but it, it replaces it with something that's even more intimate it, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, yeah. yeah. And with 3D, it works really well. So. Cool. Well, I, I've I've wanted to see something that way, but it's been a while since I've been able to get out and see anything. So I waited too long to see the second movie yeah. in there, and uh, so I only saw it twice in the theater, you know. But other times. Yeah. <laughs> so my son plays. Um, the uh, Le- the Lego game for the Hobbit. Yes. So he's he's played. I've played all the way through it with him before I saw the movie. So I actually knew most of the story going into it just from playing the Lego game. But I can't get out of the prologue for that game. How do you get? <laughs> how do you uh, get the to, elves to beat all the? Uh, that's a good know, question. I'm not. I'd have to go back and look at it, but I'm not the, sure. On the slopes of Mordor, <laughs> I, I can't get out there. He, I, he jumps around, and I don't know what to do. I need, I need help. Uh, they're fun. We've also played the. the uh, we've we've completed 100 percent of um, Lord of the Rings, the, the first Lego game as well. So okay. he's 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 he knows all the characters. Well, he's so got his favorites. So you were talking about the Hobbit. Game? Yeah, the Hobbit oh, version of the game. Oh, I yeah, yeah. Seen that yet? Yep, I, yep. I can't get out of the prologue of the Lord of the Rings. Oh, game. okay. Yeah. Well, the Hobbit one is. Yeah, they're they're similar. They they take yeah. it a little further. It's actually a little better, I think. But yeah, they're both pretty good. They're pretty good. <laughs> well, and the Harry Potter ones are good too, and the, so, I just love the humor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that was so funny in the in the Lego movie. It's just the yeah. humor just killing what? me. Batman was just yep. over the top. Yes, yes, oh yes. Yeah, we, we've got that. We've got all of those Lego games. My, my boy loves those. So, do you, do you have kids? I do. Well, three, but they're all uh, college graduates and moved out of the house. So they're not Lego. They're not Lego uh, playing guys anymore no no not well you know <laughs> yeah, possibly one of them has a you know a, uh, well we've got the Wii and he's got the uh, the um, Xbox and okay. stuff like that so but now they're so busy you know one works for Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee and okay. one works for a, a service source which is an outbound sales company okay so okay my daughter's a you know physical trainer so they're all real busy and everything but uh but they find time for, for cool. all the things. Like, <laughs> they've come with me to the Lord of the Rings. They, they enjoy it, and 
They they tolerate mul my multiple viewings. That's nice, Dad. We'll see you later. Let, 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 let's know when the new Avengers come out. Well, there's another Lego game that's really good, actually. I've got my, my boy's five, so I, I can take him to the animated flicks, and they'll keep his attention. Like we went to How to Train Your Dragon 2 and the Lego the Lego movie. And he loves those. But I, I'm not sure if he'd... If, uh, Movie with real people that's not animated would hold yeah. his attention quite as long, but we'll see when the new when the new um, Hobbit comes out. I'm going to see if we if he'll want to go to that, which I'm sure he will. Yeah. Whether or not he'll stay there through the whole thing, I don't. That's yeah, another yeah. question. We'll see. <laughs> you should be fine. Yeah. Hey Dan. How you doing, Dan? Good to see you again. Yeah. I'm glad. Chris put your name on the book. Finally, the guy who's doing the thinking is getting credit. Yeah, right. Exactly right. No, okay. no, it's I have photobombed enough. You guys keep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sorry about that. That's all right. We had, wow, a, we had, we had we our were talking. Did you have the Gandalf conversation? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! Well, we didn't can specifically get to Gandalf. You can, you can, you can touch on Gandalf, figuratively and now. Does he say literally? Let's, let's let's just settle this once for all. He's standing there in front of the um, what's it called? The the Balrog. The Balrog. Balrog. And he, I thought he says, "Thou shall not." You shall pass. not pass. He says, "You." You? Yep. Okay. I'm pretty sure. At least he does in the movie. I'm not sure about the book. You shall not the, pass. Yeah. yeah. I thought yep. it was, thou shall not pass. But I. But then that's later, like the guy on um, Monty Python, the Black Knight. I think I think he says that. I think he says, "Thou shall not pass." Do you think so? Maybe. Unless you answer. <laughs> me. No, that, no, 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 no. The Black Knight, the guy who Black like he cuts oh. all his limbs off. And, what are you gonna do? I bleed shall on me? Not pass. <laughs> Come back, I'll numb you to death. <laughs> It's just a flesh wound. I've had worse. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. I'm not dead. Have Let's at go you. Go for a walk. <laughs> Come back, you pansy. <laughs> no, but there's this after Gandalf says, you shall not pass. And the Balrog's, you know, whip grabs him. And, yep. he's, you know, and he's hanging on for dear life. Run, you fools. And he, but it's hard to know what he says. Yeah, yes, that's, that's they the say, thing. and the translation says, fly, you fools. Right. But I really, it sounds like... Follow you fools, you know. Yeah, I was. So sure. now there's this whole theory. And I wish I could quote <laughs> it. I can't, but that he was, you know, trying to tell you know them that what they were trying to do was folly. They should just call the eagles, get a ride what? all the way to Mordor, and throw <laughs> the ring in there, <laughs> which is what they should have done. That's the beginning. Why is that? He says, "Fly you fools." Yeah, that's. I what think it, so. Yeah. Huh. Oh no no. All right, so yeah, that's that's the gist of it. Yeah, he's really saying fly, you <laughs> fools. He's trying to give them the hint to contact the eagles themselves and just you know forget all the you know. The, I haven't so actually the read, the, read the read the books. The on that eagles one. are were given to me as an example of this saying that I hear all the time now. It's a French saying, "Dus ex machina." Am I pronouncing it right? It's it's D U E X, E X M A C H I N A. So it's Dos, dos ex machina or machina, machina. Huh. It dos basically means, um, I think it means like fake machinery or something. It's in literature or fiction where something comes in out of the blue and like usually saves the day. So like you know something you're expecting something to happen, and and the author or the whoever just like contrives something to get out of the situation, and people are skeptical. So well, the eagles are given as that like whenever there's like. A dire situation. There's no way out, and the eagles come and just oh well again. 
The eagle's just going to come and pick them off and <laughs> mount to them. Okay. Now, in the movies, that's the case, because you really don't know about them until they show right, up. Right, In the books, Tolkien shows the whole uh, hierarchy and... Um, this is a little more lead up to it. All the family of the eagles. You know, this one descended from this one and descended ah, from that one. Yes. You know, so you get the history and the ancestry of it all. So at least you know there's weight when they when they right. show up. So they're big birds. They are. They look quite large. <laughs> large. 